2020 happened and I was sleeping on my parents' couch and my mom luckily was really in tune with the spirit and said, Hey, you're not supposed to be doing those things. Like what's wrong with you? Basically. My mom asked me a question that wasn't a yes or no question, but I answered yes. And she said, get in the car. listening to another episode of Who Are You Becoming? A show where young adults share their experiences of overcoming challenges, recognizing God's influence, and discovering who they are. On this episode, you will meet Jaylee Whipple. Jaylee is 21 years old. She's from Mesquite, Nevada, and is currently enrolled as a student at Utah Tech University. She's a senior at Utah Tech. Uh, She's working on a history education degree and works on campus for guest services. As you listen to Jaylee today, I invite you to pay attention to what your soul whispers to you and then have the courage to act upon what you hear. From the School of Life Foundation, I extend my greetings to everyone. I am Jack Rolfe, and I give a warm welcome to Jaylee Whipple. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you, Jaylee. I'm so excited uh, for people to learn from you a little bit today and learn a little bit about you. And I'll just jump right into it. You know, we all face challenges in life. And as we work through these challenges, they play a part in shaping who we are. Now, you went through and probably still going through uh, a challenge that uh, as you became a freshman in college, you were diagnosed with type one diabetes and yeah. uh yeah so could you share that experience with us a little bit yeah so yeah like you said i was um a freshman here in st george at utah tech formerly dixie state university um and i was just living my 18 year old life kind of minding my own business and we all know what happened in march of 2020 and we all they kind of sent us all home to I don't know, live with our parents. Basically, I slept on my parents' couch all summer, but things have been kind of happening that I hadn't noticed. Um, And I just kind of wrote them off like they were nothing, but I had, uh, I had dropped weight really quickly. You know how you usually, you know, get your freshman 15. I had the freshman negative 15 in the first three months. Um, Wow. And I, not to like TMI anything, but I had, I was going pee all the time. I was drinking like four gallons of water a day and I just didn't think anything of it. And all my friends, it was so gradual and we didn't think anything of it. And then yeah, 2020 happened and I was sleeping on my parents' couch and my mom luckily was really in tune with the spirit and said, Hey, you're not supposed to be doing those things. Like what's wrong with you basically. And she WebMD'd me and 
had a pretty good idea of what was wrong. And one night we were sitting there eating chicken and rice. And my mom asked me a question that wasn't a yes or no question, but I answered yes. And she said, get in the car. (laughs) So we, we got in the car and we went to a neighbor's house and he tested my blood sugar and a normal range for a a healthy adult is between, I think I want to say 80 and 120 ish, anything below 140. Um, And I read high, which is 500 plus. So that's, it's dangerously high. Um, Yes. Especially if you're not getting any kind of treatment for that. And my neighbor was basically like, yeah, you have diabetes. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't get diabetes. You know, like that's someone else's problem. Like I don't have these things happen to me. And the next morning I got checked into the hospital and it was, I mean, during COVID I was there by myself because I was 18. No one was allowed into the hospital with me. Um, and the doctor said, yep, you, you have type one diabetes and it's, I mean, it's all been an adventure since then, but (laughs) that's kind of how it started, I guess. Yeah. So gosh, that's, that's a shock, right. For you at that point in your life. And, uh, there's a lot of people, of course, that, uh, have diabetes and probably some listening today and, uh, at whatever point in your life that you find that out, that's not always news that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of share with us what, what happened from there and what, what challenges did you face and how have you kind of overcome some of those things? Yeah. So yeah, like I said, like I was, I was not in great shape. I'm not gonna lie. I'm six foot tall and I was about 115 pounds when I was diagnosed, which if you've seen, I mean, you can see me, but if like for those who are listening, that's was really skinny for me. I was, yeah. I, I was pretty thin. And so from there, it kind of was building myself back up to where I had a little bit of strength. Um, and then realizing what my life was going to be with this autoimmune disease. Um, and there's, there was a lot of learning curve because even though, I mean, I was really active in high school, I was I'm really active now, but even when you think you're eating healthy, the way that you have to eat and like, think about food, um, when you're healthy is a little different than what you, how you have to think about it when you have diabetes and you have, there's all these extra steps that you have to take in your everyday life. Like I take anywhere between like four and eight injections a day, depending on um, how I'm feeling. Uh, And then I, I wear glucose monitors, which are, they basically are a needle that goes in my arm and they continuously monitor my blood sugar and sends readings to my phone. Um, and so that was a little bit of a shift having to wear something like that on my arm, um, or my leg or wherever and having people notice that because my identity was not tied to, Oh, I am this, you know, person that has diabetes. I was just me. And then I was in adulthood and all of a sudden I had this thing that I was having to deal with. Um, and needles weren't a big deal for me at all. I don't think it was just like the the feeling of not feeling well, you know, to go from being healthy to feeling unhealthy was definitely a big shift. And it's been two and a half years. I'm 21 now. And it's definitely still something that I have to deal with every day and have to kind of come to terms with every day um, and work through. It's a, it's a daily trial, but it, it definitely, and not that it gets easier, but you get more used to it. So as we go through, challenges in life it's it's common i think for uh, most of us to ask the question why me right H- have you asked that question and and 
what kind of answer did you get, if any? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I've, I ask that question all the time. I'd like to pretend that I'm this person that never complains, but my mom would 100% tell you otherwise. Cause I call her at least once a week saying, I'm done with this. This is stupid. <laughs> she said, you can't be done with it. Like you have to keep going. Yeah. Um, so I definitely, even to this day, obviously you have that initial, like, why me? This is, I'm not the person that has to go through this. Um, but it, it affects you every day of your life. And so every once in a while, you're going to have these why me moments. And um, I, I feel very blessed to live in a time where this is a very, um, I guess, I don't know what the word I would use for it, but it's very manageable, I suppose. And it's, there's a lot of technology that helps me in my day-to-day life. And I just take comfort in knowing that like, I'm going to be able to use this to help someone someday. Um, like I'm going to be a teacher. And I was talking with one of my classmates the other day and about her health problems. And we kind of just came to the conclusion that God is having us do the things that we are doing and go through the things that we are going through because we are learning to be able to serve other people. So even if, the people that I'm helping don't necessarily have the same trials that I do or going through the same things that I'm going through. It's helps you to be able to relate to them and to empathize in a way, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does. And I appreciate that. And, you know, you, your personality is, is bright and, and, and bubbly and you seem full of energy. And, uh, I suspect you've had some, uh, uh, times where you've, you know, you've really felt down about this. You've alluded to it a little bit. I don't think you would tell us uh, as much as that would be, because that's not your personality, but I, has this caused you uh, to have a little bit of depression or to feel depressed at times too, Jaylee? Well, that's a, it's an interesting question because I have not always been the happiest person on the planet. I would say, but I have been so very blessed with this to have that, that hindsight, I guess. Yeah. And I have really, really amazing people in my corner. I have, my parents are my best friends and my, my, all my sisters and my roommates, they all really support me. And it doesn't mean that it's, I'm without my days where I feel sad or I feel bad, but I personally have not experienced in the last few years any sort of major depression or you know anxiety or anything like I, I really had in the past, which has been a, a huge blessing because I didn't expect to actually be as happy as I am. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well that's you know, I think that partly speaks well too for surrounding ourselves with good people and and with positive people. And it sounds like you have that support system, which is wonderful. Um, we don't always have that, uh, but we can sure seek and, and find it. And, you know, you mentioned uh, in some of the earlier discussion, God, um, how have you felt God's influence through this past couple of years? Oh, man. In everything, <laughs> basically. Yeah. I, I have been very, very blessed in my life. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know where it comes from, but I, I feel God in the little things, I think, and the little tender mercies, whether it's in this particular instance, of course, 
working with doctor's offices or insurance companies. And I'm a, I'm a little broke college kid, you know, and to be able to afford that and that my parents are able to help me with that and that I'm even, you know, well, you know, that I'm relatively healthy now. Um, and that I, it wasn't a lot worse when I was initially diagnosed because a lot of people have scary going into a coma ambulance ride to the hospitals kind of experiences. But I, I mean, it was very calm for me. You know, my dad drove me up here to St. George because we are from Mesquite. Um, and it was all just very, just calm. And I was just very comforted. And I think that's the main thing is just, I've, I felt the peace and the comfort. And as I've, I've tried to do what's good for others and what's good for me in my life, I've been really blessed to have that peace. So you've mentioned uh, doing good things uh, with yourself and for others. Uh, is, is that really the, the big way that you've been able to feel more of God's influence? Yeah, definitely. And I've, I've had my times and I take my time to be selfish because I can, you know, I'm 21 and I'm, I'm able to be a little bit selfish, but I think in, in making connections with people and to just talking with people. You don't necessarily have to always be, you know, doing those typical service things, but just being there for people yeah, and listening to their problems and being able to relate to them, I think has, yeah, definitely helped me feel God's love a lot more. So Jaylee, what advice would you give to those listening today that as we have a challenge pop up in our life, unexpected, uh, you know, nothing that we did uh, that we know of caused it or this or that, but it it happened and and those things do happen. How, what would be your recommendation? How to tackle it? How to meet this head on so that you can be positive like you're doing right now? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> you, I think you have to be very prayerful. I think it, it all, for me, it all comes back to, to having faith that there's a, a plan bigger than us. And that this is, this is part of our plan and our journey here on earth. Um, and just, to, it all comes back to God, but to bring it back to God, that he, he wouldn't be giving us these trials if he didn't think that we could do them, that we could, we can endure them. Um, And that's, I think that's all that there is to it is you, you have to have a relationship with God or whatever your higher power is. I think it's really important that people have that, whether it's, it's karma or the universe or whatever, for me, it's God or heavenly father. You have to have a relationship with that and have an understanding that there is a purpose to all of it, that you're not just going through this to go through it, that it's, you're going through it to become a better person or it's preparing you, you know, for something in your future. Well, that's wonderful. And you kind of just led into our crowning question of of the podcast. And that is, Jaylee Whipple, who are you becoming? Man, so I think I I had a different scope looking at this when I was younger, when I was in high school, or even when I was a freshman in college of like, who am I becoming? Who do I want to be? Who does God want me to be? And then when I was diagnosed with this, um, with type one diabetes, they opened up a whole bunch of other questions as far as like temporal, my temporal life. 
of what, what does this mean? What does this disease mean to me as a college student or as a roommate or a sister or a daughter and in the future as a wife and as a mother and as a teacher? What, what, how does this disease affect the way that I will live my life and affect the person that I will become? And where does God want me to go? And I just have the knowledge that I am a child of God and that my life will go. I will do the best with what I have and my life is in his hands and that I will become all that I can be through him. And I, I would just, I want to live a life where people can say that I have loved and that I have been loved. Um, But the the most important things in life are the people around us and the connections that we have with them and our our relationship with our heavenly father and our savior. So I I guess that's, that's just who I want to become is who I already am as the child of God, I guess, to put it simply. Well, that is wonderful. That is beautiful. Uh, you, you have a, just a great uh, attitude and, and spirit about you. Uh, it's been fun to spend a few minutes getting to know Jaylee Whipple a little bit more. And so thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. For those uh, listening to the show today, thank you so much for joining in. And as you ponder today's message, please ask yourself, Who are you becoming?